This is the Quick Slants Podcast. What is up, Packers fans? Welcome back to the Quick Slants Podcast at Game On Wisconsin. I'm your host, Jason Perrone. You can follow me on Twitter at Jason Perrone. You can follow Game On Wisconsin at Game On WI. Hope everybody's having a great Labor Day weekend. Happy Labor Day. We are here. The 2022 regular season begins, and it begins today, the week of prep for the Green Bay Packers' week one game against the Minnesota Vikings in the bird killer that is known as U.S. Bank Stadium in Minnesota. We made it. We survived somehow. Another long offseason, another disappointing offseason, another offseason in which we had to discuss, break down, agonize over the way the 2021 season ended, which was very unemphatically at Lambeau Field with a loss to the San Francisco 49ers after a terrible showing by the special teams unit, which all year had been a problem and sure enough reared its ugly head for the final time in that final playoff game. So We'll talk about the week one game against the Vikings. Normally, what I've done in the past on this show is I've gone game by game through the schedule. I'm not going to do that because later today, there is going to be a mega show at Game On Wisconsin. I will be attending that. I will be part of it. So I strongly urge you to get over to Game On Wisconsin later this afternoon. Check out the mega show. We're going to have a lot of great guests talking about this season. And one of the things that they'll do is go through the predictions. I don't know if they'll go game by game, but predictions for how this season is going to end. So I will spare you a 17-game look at this season. Instead, I'll give you more of a a quick overview later of what it is that I think is going to be this season for the Packers. But since there's not a lot of news, we don't have an injury report yet, so there isn't much to... uh, We haven't had a practice yet. There isn't much to report. I'm going to start out with my own open letter to the Packers as they begin their prep and for this season. And then uh, I'll share some thoughts about the team this year and this next week one. But I'll start off with my open letter, so I hope you enjoy this. So I guess if if you would picture me standing at the podium in the meeting room and the entire team and coaching staff are there and I've got the microphone, which just sounds pretty scary. But uh, nonetheless, uh, this is what I would say. Um It's time to start another season, another season that you all and we as fans are blessed to be a part of. You wear the G on your helmet and know what it stands for. You know the history and why it's called Titletown. This franchise has more NFL championships than any other and are within a fingernail of having more total wins than any other team in the history of this league. You should be feeling prideful and confident. You have yourself another solid roster and chance to win a championship, but you better be focused. Last year, you were sleepwalking in week one and got embarrassed by a team not as good as you. Yes, you survived, and we're still the best team in football, but that's no way to start a season, and that can't happen again this time around. Not for any reason, but especially not to a division rival like Minnesota. Your work week starts today, and it needs to start fast and be productive. It's a tough ask to start out there on the road, and you may not come out ahead in the end, but you cannot allow yourself and yourselves to be run off the field. 
as with every Packers team, there are new and familiar faces around the locker room. This year's changes ring just a little bit differently with the best receiver in the game moving on in an apparent attempt to cement himself as a Hall of Famer. The Hall of Fame is not the goal, at least not to us fans. They don't keep score to determine who the Hall of Famers will be. It's about winning. It's about winning it all. Last year, you needed some rookies to step in and play early. You'll need the same this season. Play together and for each other, and of course, for yourself and for your family. We understand that your time in this league is not guaranteed and that it's easy for us to sit back and judge what you do on the field every week. All we ask is that you honor the green and yellow, bust your ass from now until the final whistle, hopefully in Arizona in February. Honor the ultimate goal. Coach LaFleur, this is your fourth campaign. You quickly restored a strong culture and have built your own while winning more regular season games than any other team in the NFL. But that's not what it's about. The disappointing finishes in January are becoming too much a part of the story of your teams. And while, yes, your players must perform on the field, it's up to you to set the tone and get the most out of those players. We've heard them say they weren't loose and confident heading into the postseason when they had the best record in the league and some amazing regular seasons. Why was that? Fix it. That can't be how your team, how the Green Bay Packers, walk through the tunnel when it's playoff time. Some will say if they make the playoffs. And yes, nothing is guaranteed. But if the last three decades are any indication, there's a better chance than not that once again, you're going to play more than 17 games this season. There is no facet of this game that doesn't deserve yours and your players' attention. Offense, defense, special teams alike. What you don't choose to work on, your opponents are. And they'll make a fool out of you if you're not prepared. You use fun terms like we fence. Now go walk the talk on the field. It's all just hot air if we're seeing the same movie again this year. There's an entire season's worth of moments, memories, ups and downs ahead. You'll laugh, you'll hurt, you'll cry, you'll miss your spouses, partners, and kids. You'll miss their moments at home. At times, you may not want to go through some of it. The Packer family is one of the largest and well-respected in professional sports. Be there for each other. Lean on each other. Learn how to become a family. Cherish your time on the field. Hearing the Lambeau Field crowd. Hearing your fans travel with you on the road. And the opposing fans booing loudly because they wish their team were as good as you are. Cherish wearing the uniform and representing one of the best, the 2022 Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go. So this is normally where I'm upbeat and certain that this is a time to get over the hump and fix last year's ales. I've done so many different season preview shows and I've gotten over the stink of the finish of the prior season unless they won a Super Bowl, which has only happened a few times. But after watching this team win 13 games three times in a row, get one seeds, lose conference championship games, lay a catastrophic egg at historic Lambeau Field to a middling wildcard team. I can no longer take anything for granted. And I'm not about to pick the Packers to, to reach a Super Bowl. I'm not going to just I'm not gonna just do it. I've done it before. There have been some times where I really did swear they were going to do it. But this year is, is not one of them. I, you know, like I said, I normally go through the schedule. Uh, but uh, we're going to do that later today at the mega show. So I'll just give my season predictions. I think 
this year, what I see right now is the Packers probably finish this season 11 and six. So three games worse than they have on their, on the, in their average from the last three seasons, but they're still going to win the NFC North. Um, and I think they're still going to fall short of a Super Bowl once again. I think they'll likely end up on the road in the playoffs. They'll come up short against a team that's just simply going to be more complete and ready for the moment. And that doesn't mean the Packers won't be, and that doesn't mean they won't play their best. It just means I think they're going to get outperformed. There's, it's hard to win games in the NFL. So I don't have any specific losses for you, but I, I don't see the Packers sweeping the division. I think they'll lose a game here or there. This game coming up this next, next week is a very prime candidate for the Packers to come out on the wrong end of the scoreboard, but it's week one, and they'll have a lot of time to overcome it if they don't. I They've got some tough games, like at Tampa week three. They're at Buffalo. I don't think those are going to end well in particular. They just don't have a good history there. They've never won in Buffalo. And once again, and of course, they never get the worst versions of the Buffalo Bills. Every time they have to play in Buffalo, the Bills have decided to be good at that time. So they've got Josh Allen, and they're one of the contenders in the AFC. They're going to have a really tough time in that game. They've got a tough one on Christmas Day. That's in Miami against the Dolphins. The Dolphins aren't a great team this, this year, but it's a road game. It's a holiday game. Weird stuff happens. Uh, they've got a short week. Thursday nighter against the Titans. That's another tough one that I think they're going to they're gonna struggle with. I don't know that they, they will necessarily lose it, but those are some prime games right there to not go the Packers' way. The bye week comes later, so... They might get might be beat up. They might be out of out of steam a little bit when they get towards the middle, uh, late middle of the season before that bye week does hit. But it's all about getting healthy, staying up, staying confident, removing that doubt that's crept into their head. And if they can do that, eleven and six isn't going to be as detrimental as it sounds, right? So with that record, no playoff bye, so they'll host a wild card playoff game at Lambeau. And if they don't come out looking to step on the throat of whoever it is that lines up across from them and how badly they were embarrassed last season, then they don't deserve to move on. They really don't. I mean, at this point, Lambeau Field isn't scaring anybody in the postseason any longer. And it's unfortunate because that home field advantage has been such an important or was such an important thing for such a long time. They, you know, if they, if they don't hold serve at home, they don't deserve to bring the intimidation factor simply because they're the Green Bay Packers and they're playing at home. Teams coming in on the road don't care. They, don't, they, they may not even know the history. They may not even be as aware of the history. I mean, a lot of players in the league right now were born after that 96 Super Bowl. And after that, that's where the whole playoff losses started trickling in. So these players right now, they, they, they know the history. They know what it was before. But over time, that stuff diminishes. It doesn't have the same luster that it did before. You know, then... Uh, so then the Packers would would then have to go on the road in the playoffs if, if they end up winning uh, the wildcard round for hopefully three more games. I mean, it worked out okay in 2010. Maybe without the safety net of a top record or home field, they'll be a bit sharper. They'll be a little bit more focused. We can only hope. But at least now we go from pontificating, projecting, and predicting to actual football in less than a week. And I wish everyone a great season. Ride the waves. And remember, a wave is not a wave without both the trough and the crest. So there's going to be some tough moments. There's going to be some good moments this season. As far as this, the game itself against the Vikings, 
we've actually been here before. They've opened the season versus each other six times, and each team has won three. They faced each other in Minnesota to open 2020 in an empty U.S. Bank Stadium due to COVID-19, and the Packers won that game. Devontae Adams had about 21 catches and six touchdowns. I'm exaggerating, obviously, but he put on a clinic. They couldn't cover him. The Packers won that game. The time before that, you have to, you'd actually have to go all the way back to 2008 and Aaron Rodgers' first game as a starter. The Packers won that game at Lambeau Field as well. And I'm a fan of getting some of these tougher divisional games out of the, on the road, out of the way early. So I like when they open up at Minnesota or at uh, Chicago or at Detroit, uh, any of the three. Because at Detroit is a tough game for the Packers, no matter how bad the Lions are. They don't play well there. So give me that road game to start off. I'm all good with it. And then you get the home game later in the season. And the Packers will face the Vikings at home in early January. It's going to be chilly. So the Vikings have had some hot starts. They usually come out with their hair on fire against the Packers at home. So I expect the same. I expect it to just be absolutely bonkers. Like just kids running around on sugar is how I uh, how I compare the Vikings to, or what I compare the Vikings to. Uh, st- they're going to start with a bang, fast offense. They'll want to get Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson going, get the crowd fired up. A lot of noise, which is going to throw off a young offensive line. Now, we'll see in about two or three days where Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins are at. We'll see if they're going to be ready to play this week or how many weeks it's going to be before they're ready to go. They'll actually talk to the media. We'll get a sense for whether or not they're going to be available this week. I don't think anybody really expects them to go in week one, but I guess we'll see. And then don't be surprised if Aaron Rodgers is under a lot of pressure early because of this hair on fire and the offensive line. They may not have their their stalwart tackles out there. And we all know one Vikings player who's extra amped up for this game. Spite and bitterness will do that to you. So they got to be ready. Packers got to be ready. We know that Green Bay's defense can be very good, but are they going to be that right away? There's bigger questions about the offense and how good they'll be out of the gate. And none of the starting skill players, save for Josiah DeGuara and, and rookie receiver Romeo Dobbs, played during the regular season. You throw, can throw in Romari Rodgers if you consider him a starter as well. But, you know, it's a tough game to knock off the rust where players haven't played in a game against a divisional team in a tough road venue. But that's the way the schedule makers did it. So the Packers have to play the game that's in front of them. That's how it is. Now, they're one-and-a-half-point favorites right now, which means they're closer to four-and-a-half-point favorites on a neutral field. And I think that's largely because Minnesota's defense isn't what it has been. They still have a solid pass rush. They've got Zadarius Smith, Daniil Hunter, Eric Kendricks still mans the middle of the defense. You still have Harrison Smith at safety, Patrick Peterson at corner, albeit less effective of Patrick Peterson. But they can be had, I think, if Rodgers has time. And if the game plan takes away the rush, quick pass run a game, quick throws, get the ball out. It gives as many opportunities to uh, to Aaron Rodgers, uh, Aaron Jones, and A.J. Dillon as possible. And I think that's a great game plan. You get them going, the Vikings are going to struggle. If Aaron Rodgers only has to throw the ball 20 times and it's not a blowout, that probably bodes well for the Packers against anyone, really. And then special teams, I'm just going to meditate and pray. I don't have a lot of hope that they're going to get it together, get their act together, or at least not right away with many new players out there. 
Rudy Ford was just brought in to be this gunner extraordinaire. No better time to endear yourself to the Packers faithful than in the opener versus the Vikings. Make a big play, make a big tap, tackle, cause a fumble. Mason Crosby, glad that he's back. I hope his leg is ready and can hold up a full season. Again, it's not just about right now. It's about four months from now. Are you going to be ready? And right now, it's tough to call. But if we're going off of the quarterback matchup as the tiebreaker every, uh, everywhere else, the Packers should come away with a close win. But mistakes and turnovers will change that quickly. And so we don't know. We never know if they're going to play clean and mistake-free football. But regardless, Packers football is back, and that's most important. The road to Arizona begins today. We made it. It's right around the corner. So without any further ado, everybody... Enjoy the rest of your Labor Day. Enjoy the week ahead. It's going to be a long one as we're sitting here twiddling our thumbs waiting for Sunday and waiting for Packers football to once again grace our televisions. And of course, it's the late afternoon game, so we have to wait a couple extra hours. But that's going to put it on TV and the the rest of the non-Wisconsin markets, which is great for those of us that are not in town. So we're very excited for Packers football once again. Everybody take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. Enjoy the week. And as always, in a huge... Go Pack Go. Off play action, back to the throw, Prescott with time, rifles it over the middle for the hands of Cooper. Intercepted, Jair Alexander to the 20, cutting left, 25-30, he's got it. 